Hey everybody, you're listening to the How to Have Threesomes podcast. I'm Key. And I'm Lily. We've been together for seven years in a relationship style we call monogamish. This podcast is going to give you everything you need to build a stronger relationship with your partner, create healthy boundaries, and communicate honestly. We're going to help you have fun, safe, sexy adventures and have the best threesomes of your life. Ready? Here we go. You. Hey guys, the episode you're about to hear needed to be re-edited. All the guests and stories you love so much are still the same. We just needed to bleep out a few things for privacy. Before we jump into the episode today, we wanted to tell you that the How to Have Threesomes video course is now open for enrollment. We have spent years working on this project and are so, so excited to share it with you. In this course, we teach you all of our secrets for finding your ideal unicorn, from navigating dating apps and play parties to forming connections with friends and with professionals. Regardless of your experience level, this video course is full of actionable tips, tricks, and worksheets, like the needs list, kinky questionnaire, and what makes a high-converting Tinder bio. We show you how to express your deepest desires without destroying a relationship, plus how to maintain excitement with your partner. If you want to have the best threesomes of your life, this is the video course for you. We are now also offering coaching for people who want that individual attention. Some of the best money we ever spent was on a professional to help guide us through our challenging times. And not every therapist is trained to navigate non-monogamy, so if you and your partner want some extra support in these tricky situations, we're here for you guys. Another thing that we're offering is a sexy getaway. Come and spend a week with us on a tropical island. We're going to take you on some amazing experiences like hiking waterfalls, partner acro, fire dancing, and some crazy party nights. We've also teamed up with experts to bring you workshops in Tantra, Shibari, trust building, and pickup. Plus, personalized photo shoots to show off the best version of yourself online. By the end of the retreat, you'll be more confident, have a better connection with your partner, and a deeper understanding of your desires. This retreat will be a bunch of wild and sexy times, and we're stoked to bring you guys out here. We're offering the video course and the coaching on teachable.com. If you want more details about the couples retreat, we have a form you can fill out. All the links will be available in the show notes or on the How to Have Threesomes Instagram. You guys are also welcome to reach out to us directly for coaching or anything else you might need. And now, back to the episode. This is the How to Have Threesomes podcast. I'm and I'm And today we're going to be talking about tips for setting the mood. One of the best ways to set the mood is just to, to be clean and take a shower, be looking nice, be wearing nice clothes. That's a great way to start the night. What do you like to do, babe? Assuming that you know a threesome is going to happen that night, Right, like, don't leave your house a mess. Wash your dishes, make your bed, don't have piles of your disgusting laundry on the floor. Like, you know, someone's coming over. You're presenting your house as a space for this interaction to happen. Don't look like a slob. That's not attractive, you know? Like, take out your trash. Have a nice smelling place. Open the windows if you need to. Aside from that, make sure you are clean. I don't know how to stress this enough. It hasn't happened very often, but a couple of times we've met up with girls who were very clean and put together on the outside, hair, makeup, outfit, great, and then it smelled like they hadn't washed their hooch in like two weeks. You know, it's a personal thing, girls can shave or not shave, whatever they want, but if you haven't washed yourself that day and you're expecting people's faces to be down there, that's just rude, take care of yourself. One more thing that I know really dislikes is when girls don't cut their nails. I know that's a big problem for her. Oh my God, okay, here's the thing. Everyone likes back scratches. I like back scratches and head scratches, and it's all great until you try and finger me with your long acrylic nails. Here's the thing, ladies. If you wouldn't do it to yourself, don't do it to me. That shit hurts. It's not cute. I will tell you to stop. I don't care how nice your manicure was. Cut that shit off, or don't try and touch me like that. There was one girl that, that was able to do it, but no. we're not even going to get into it. No. That. <laughs> that, cut that. I don't know what he's talking about. Those were not acrylic nails. Those are not long nails. 
I would never, ever recommend a girl who has long nails trying to finger another girl. Just, just don't do it. It's not polite. Same for the guy. Mm. The, the guy mm. needs to have his nails cut. Clean your damn fingernails. I hear girls complain about this shit all the time. Guys, even if your nails are short, if you've been like out and your hands look like a fucking lumberjack, if you have dirt under your nails and you go to finger a girl, that is a yeast infection. That is not cute. I, I literally have heard so many girls complain that, you know, a guy's hot and he's about to go down and then she sees his hands and there's like dirt and shit and like all this stuff under his fingernails and that's just bacteria getting shoved up into your beautiful clean lady bits. Like that's not cute. Guys and girls, cut your nails and then file them, don't have sharp edges and make sure they're clean. Clean, relatively soft hands. I mean, especially for us circus artists, something that a lot of people don't have to think about is our calluses. Right? Like when I'm training or when we're both doing shows, we have really rough, jagged calluses. And sometimes if Ricky has been doing bar work that day and has like, you know, a big ripped piece of skin, it feels like fucking sandpaper. And I make sure he goes and takes care of that shit before, you know, gets uncomfortable for people. So just pay attention to what your body is going to be like for other people to experience. Be, be so, polite. Another thing as well. This is not necessarily setting the mood, but it's really important to have protection around and somewhere inconspicuous, but in the room. Readily available. You want to have your protection in a nightstand right beside your bed or somewhere easily accessible so that it's not an issue. You want to be able to pull it out in the moment and make sure you're safe. And have more than one condom. Like, I don't, I don't know how to stress this. If you're having a threesome, have at least like five condoms. Have a 10 condoms, right? You don't know if one's going to break or you're going to lose it or it's gonna come off a bunch because people are giving a shit ton of blowjobs. Like just have way more condoms, have lube, have all the nice things, have it readily available, have a trash can available, have like wipes and paper towels available. Like, you know, sex gets messy. Don't have someone like struggling in the dark to go and like try and find something to clean themselves up with. Just make it an easy, comfortable space and your house will be less of a mess if people can find the trash can on their own and then you don't have to, you know, clean those things up later. One more thing as well, we'll talk more about safety in a different episode, but it's really important to remember that you're using a different condom every single time you go between girls. So one thing that's really important that a lot of guys especially don't know is that every time you switch contact, meaning you go from one girl to another girl, you're meant to change the condom, right? Same as if you go from anal to vaginal, you're never meant to trade that bacteria. So don't mess around with this. It just keep everyone healthy, happy, safe, protected, good shit. So now that you got the basics down, everything else is just style points. If you want to play some music, that's fantastic. If you want to turn on a movie, that's good too. Some, uh, you have to watch out though. Sometimes if you turn on a movie, it's a little bit too much and you end up just like falling asleep and cuddling, which is great too, but I don't think a movie is always conductive to starting sex. No good. Because it breaks the pressure. Having a movie on can kind of ease the tension, especially when you first get into the house. For people who haven't done it a lot, getting to the point where all three of you are on the bed and in a relaxed state is hard, but as soon as you're like, hey, Let's turn on a movie and there's some background noise and you're not just hearing all these weird bodily sounds and wondering if the neighbors are listening to you. And make sure it's not like a horror movie. Know what the movie is and make sure it's relevant for the mood, but it can really help to um, ease the tension, shall we say. So one thing that can also help calm everyone's nerves is either going out for a drink beforehand or having some weed. Obviously I wouldn't condone doing anything illegal and keep in mind that certain drugs and substances like cocaine or ecstasy can actually cause performance issues uh, for men specifically, so. We'll go into that more in a different yeah, episode. Yeah, you know, but. keep that in mind. But personally my favorite is eating some weed edibles with everyone so that everyone's on the same wavelength. It makes sensations feel a little bit better. It calms everyone down a bit, makes things really funny. It just, 
it, it creates a nice mood if that is what you're looking for. And just read the room and make sure everyone's on a similar vibe. So summarize it for us, babe. So just to summarize, make sure that the room is going to be clean and set up with everything that you're going to need, including protection, snacks, water, all of the good things. And then make sure that you are clean and your partner is clean and that everything has been discussed ahead of time. We're going to do another episode talking about boundaries and how you lay all the groundwork for that. Um, see you next time. If you want to hear more from us, you can check us out on Instagram at how to have threesomes. And if you want to hear more stories, more life lessons, if you want to get really deep into this and understand what it's like, really feel our pain and our suffering <laughs> and our mistakes and also our good times, then check out our book on Amazon. It's called How to Have Threesomes and it's available as an ebook, print, and it will soon be an audiobook too.